On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, the Lightning split their last two games to put them in a prime spot for a big game tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. These teams both come into tonight's game tied at 93 points in the division. So we'll, we're setting ourselves up for a huge game tonight. All that more, we'll talk about that. But first, let's play that music. Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. Just a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Go to betonline.com right now where the game starts. So, on today's episode, the Lightning split two of their last, well, their two last games against the Blackhawks and the Montreal Canadiens uh, winning 5-2 on Friday and then losing in a shootout on Saturday. Uh, just really setting, putting themselves in a tough situation. I wouldn't say tough, but not the situation that we would want them to be in right now at this point in the season coming in tonight's game against Toronto. Divisional foe, both tied at 93 points with Boston right on their heels. And I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks on the show where really have the lightning kind of put themselves in a situation where they they have this mentality of let's just get in let's see what happens and it their their play has suffered now if you look at their stats if you look at their record obviously 90 93 points isn't any small feat but having said that this this team should really be right on the heels of Florida, if we really want to be serious and we really want to be honest with ourselves. Uh, don't don't get me wrong. Florida has played fantastic this season. Their goal differential is one of the best in the league. But we've seen from Tampa this year those 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 bursts, those those flashes of a team that can win the President's Trophy. We've seen that. We, we saw it all the way back in January, December, where Lightning were right at the top of the division. They were one of the best teams in the league at that point. They were neck and neck with Colorado. But their play as of late hasn't really shown that. Like I said, they've shown flashes. But really, what it comes down to is that they they've kind of played down to their low opponents. And what I mean, their low opponents... Montreal the other night other night you're up 3-1 at one point in the game and you end up losing in a shootout and you know Montreal isn't really that pathetic team anymore that we saw of them early in the season yeah they started to pick it up a lot of the teams that are at the bottom who are out of playoff contention are really just trying to play spoiler for any team uh that they face uh at this point in the season all the teams I think I think we could agree regardless if you're at the top of the division or at the bottom of the conference, you're still you're starting to get it together. You're really in your groove, but Tampa shouldn't be blowing leads like that at home. I know it's only a two goal two goal game at that point three one, but still three one at home against Montreal. You got to win that game. You got to win that game. You got to come out with the same enthusiasm, which they did. They got on the board first, so you can't fault them there. But 
they you got to come out with that same energy that we saw against uh, Chicago on Friday night. So really, really something that this team I'm sure is is very mindful of. I, I doubt that with the the core group of veterans that you have on this team, as well as John Cooper, who we we have said multiple times on this show, and I think all Lightning fans could agree that he is one of the most underrated, underappreciated coaches in the NHL I'm sure he's keeping this in mind that we really need to get it going here guys and 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 I stayed on the last show you know as much as I think that the Lightning have underperformed and when I say they've underperformed in their last 10 6 3 and 1 and those losses have really except for maybe one or two have really come to teams that you should win those games you really should win those games. There's no excuses at this point. You have a healthy team for the most part. You have, you, you, I know we we the, the excuse can be made for the Montreal game. Well, Vasilevsky was in that, but Brian Elliott has been playing fantastic over his last couple of games. And really what it comes down to is, and, and if you want to look at a prime reasoning as to why the Lightning are losing these games and as the reason as to why they lost this game against the, the Canadians was that their 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 defense uh, going on the on on the break is just absolutely been horrendous. They they've been allowing teams to 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 force turnovers not only in the neutral zone but even in their own zone and and convert that into uh, rush chances and 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 high danger chances in front of the net where really yeah Brian Elliott's playing great and, and we've even seen this with Andre Vasilevsky not many goaltenders can consistently make those saves to where you're going to be able to win a game like that you that that's not something that's sustainable for for a three period game let alone a game that might very well go into overtime so Really, the Lightning, for, for everything that they've been doing lately, and we've seen a lot of good things that this team has been doing, uh, they're, they're cycling the puck a lot more. They're setting up the plays in the offensive zone. They're doing a lot of things good offensively. But when it comes down to it defensively, that's where they've been really lackluster. And it's surprising given that you have names like Eric Chernak, who, who has struggled with his fair share of injuries all season long. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev, and, and obviously the big name out there is Victor Hedman. And Hedman is probably the only, and, and I would probably say maybe the defensive core as a whole, I would say they're probably the only group that I'm going to give maybe a little bit of a pass because for the most part, this defensive core has played spectacular throughout the entire year. And I know they're also missing Ryan McDonough right now, but for this defensive core has played their butts off this entire season and is really the main reason why this Lightning team is where they are. Um, having said that, yes, they need to clean things up in the, the neutral zone and, and not allow teams to, to force turnovers at their own blue line when the Lightning are on the attack. That's something that this defensive core has struggled with for the last couple of seasons and something that they have thankfully cleaned up as we've gotten to playoff time the last couple of years, but something that I think other teams have kind of picked up on. We saw the Montreal Canadiens in this game, and we saw from certain times the Blackhawks in the game on Friday where they had, they did a very good job of pressuring the Lightning at the blue line, at the point of attack. And, and really, that is something that the Lightning have struggled with all season long. So we're going to continue talking about that. We're going to talk about tonight's game, what the Lightning have to do to get it back together as they are facing off against the Toronto Maple Leafs 
Leafs a potential playoff matchup here in the making right now as we see it. And the month of April, how the Lightning are going to be able to finish on a high note. I think that they have a very good schedule, a favorable schedule for them, all things considered. Uh, you know, they, they really have four games, and, and tonight's game is one of them where that those games could go either way. Other than that, really, the rest of the, the month is really if the Lightning can go out there and and really establish and, and go out there and, and take control of those games, the Lightning should be able to win all the rest of those games. So we'll talk about all that more. But first, I want to talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Built Bar. Now, if you've been a listener of this show, please, you already know. You already know Built Bar is one of our OG sponsors. Now, it's that time of year again, that time of year. We're in the month of April now. And we're still talking about New Year's resolutions uh, four months into the new year. And I bet a lot of people, including me, we're, we're, we want to get we want to follow through with our New Year's resolutions, getting back in the gym, uh, you know, eating right. And my gym plans have com- completely gone out the window. I, I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm not trying to eat as much junk food anymore or even candy for that matter. And Bill Bar has been there every step of the way to help me. Now, if you don't know about Bilt Bar, Bilt Bar are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, that's 100% real chocolate, and they taste amazing. They taste just like a candy bar. You know, They're not like one of those other protein bars where they taste chalky or waxy. You know, and the best thing about these is that they're low-calorie, high-protein, and you can replace and you could eat them at any point, whether it's before workout, after workout, or if you're just looking for a meal substitute, uh, go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away by the by the macros, high protein, low cal, high fiber and low carb. And the best part also is that they have tons of flavors to choose from. My favorite is the white chocolate cookies and cream go to built.com use promo code lock 15 and it'll get 15 percent off your order that's promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com so if you're watching on youtube we're staying right here but if you're go- if you're listening to us on an audio platform we'll cut to the break in just a little bit so moving on jumping into our second segment continue our discussion from before so now as I stated on, if you listen to some of our episodes last week, and if you have, I just want to thank all of you, especially those of you who are watching on YouTube today or are listening on your audio platform. Thank you for making us your first listen or watch of the day. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the pod. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed. That's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever they are, we are there. And give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe. Turn on that notifications bell. And also, I believe on Spotify and YouTube, you're allowed to give us a review. So go ahead and do that as well. So tonight's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs, a game where I said that really out of all the games uh, in this last month of April, last month of the season, there was really four games that stuck out to me. The rest, I think the Lightning, very easy. I wouldn't say easy, but really when you look at it, the Lightning should win these games. They really should. Uh, you know, you have Toronto, you got Boston on Friday. That's always a big game, regardless of how either of these teams are playing. Games against Boston are huge at any point in the season. And then you have Toronto again on the 21st, and then you have the Panthers on the 24th. Now, I'm not going to discount this Wednesday's game against the Capitals, but that's a game that I, I I firmly believe the Lightning could win. You know, those that's not kind of a game where I'm worried about looking at it, where 
really what it comes down to it is that that is not as big of an importance of a game as if the Lightning were playing the Montreal, uh, I mean, excuse me, the Toronto Maple Leafs. So looking at their last 10, these two teams, like I stated before, the Lightning are 6-3-1 and one in their last 10, where the Toronto Maple Leafs, they've turned it around. A lot of people were crapping on them in the middle, in the beginning of the season. They didn't really get off to the best of starts, and a lot of people thought, oh, here we go. This is another carryover after getting swept in the playoff. Well, not getting swept, but blowing a big lead in the playoffs to the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, they're 7-3-0. and oh, They're tied with the Lightning in points. Uh, thus far on the year. And in their last previous matchups, the Lightning December 9th matchup, Lightning won that 5-3. And then in November, 2-1 goes to Toronto. And then, yeah, so this is going to determine uh, who's going to win the, you know, who could potentially win the se- season series as we, we go to that last April 21st game. And I stated that, out of all the playoff teams, out of the potential playoff teams, I think Toronto is the team that really probably worries me the most just because of especially the the recent struggles that the Lightning have had on the defensive side of things. And you can't always blame that on the, the defensive core. Like I stated earlier in the episode, I really think that this defensive core has played their butts off and they could only do so much. And, and it's really a team effort out there. Having said that, they really need to cut down the the high rush chances, the, the high danger chances in low. That's something that this team hasn't done a very good job of over the last couple of weeks or so. And, and this is the last team that you really want to give up those kind of chances to considering who they have. I mean, we're, we're all, I, I think by now all of us aren't strangers to who and what kind of weapons the Toronto Maple Leafs have Mitch Marner, 12 points in his last five games. And obviously the big name that always jumps out is Austin Matthews, five goals in his last five games, 50 on the season. So anytime a guy scores 50 goals, that's something that you have to keep in mind when he's skating on the other side of the ice. Um, Having said that, I think in the end, especially in a playoff series as well as tonight, because we're going to get our first taste of what a potential playoff series could be, because I've stated all season long, really, after New Year's, the team that you are, the the kind of team that you are at that point in time is really the team that you're going to see for the rest of the season. Uh, I think we could agree that really at that point, you know, you're like you're an old dog, you know, at that at that point in the season, you can't teach you can't teach yourself any any more new tricks. So really, I think for the most part, I think the lightning team that we've seen since New Year's is really much the team we've seen all season long. And I've been speaking about their struggles since day one. I think, you know, anything that we've seen, especially over the that those clustered uh, three game losing streaks, those two, three game losing streaks we had about a month ago. That's not something that was any new. The struggles that the Lightning had uh, in those in those games, uh, that's something that's been happening all season long. And really, we saw it really pop up and become more noticeable obviously when the lightning lose three games in a row twice. Uh, so, but in this game, Toronto is definitely going to exploit that they're going to look to exploit, but at the same time, I think, especially I would assume Vasilevsky's playing tonight and he's going to be playing in the April 21st game. So I think in the end, <clears throat> really what it comes down to is the lightning are going to have to win the goaltending battle. You're going to have to limit the opportunities for them. I know that's hard saying, 
who who you have on the other side of the ice, who you have laced up for the light uh, for the Leafs. But if they could just manage the game and and force the Leafs to to shoot from outside of the slot, I think I think things will will be in the lightning favor. I don't see any reason as to why the 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 Maple Leafs could could do anything else other than that. I mean, they're one of the most dangerous teams when they get into the slot, uh, especially with Austin Matthews, who whom almost for the most part makes a living down low by the goaltender. So really that's something that the Lightning are going to have to keep in mind and they're definitely going to have to do that by rolling out the what the right lines. And I really liked how they did it the other night against Chicago. They started the Hagel line, which obviously that was a nod towards the fact that Hagel uh was on Chicago earlier this year, so uh, so so Cooper wanted to get him on the ice uh, to start, just as kind of like a nod, uh, so he could play with his with his uh, with his former teammates for for one shift for at that point. But um, I don't mind, especially against a team like that, uh, against the Leafs, uh, rolling out that Hagel, Paul, and Colton line. I don't, you know, that's something that we obviously saw last couple of seasons with with the Goodrow, Coleman, and Gord line. Uh, obviously, you're, you're comparing two different types of animals there uh, because, you know, that 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 third line that the Lightning have had the last three seasons was something that uh, the NHL really hasn't seen in a long time. Probably one of the best third lines. Uh, I would say, you know, I, I'm going to go a step further and even say that probably one of the top five best third lines in NHL history. I'd be curious to see uh, what other historic third lines might be out there. Uh, that's definitely a segment we'll have to look back on uh, in the offseason. But I think if you're John Cooper and you really want to try and replicate the production, now you're not going to get the goal scoring. Let's be honest. Hagel obviously is a goal scorer. Colton has really picked up his game this year. Uh, but you're not going to see that type of electricity and production out of this line. Not not yet. Maybe next season when these guys have had more time to play with each other or even in the playoffs, who knows? You know, we, we've seen we've seen crazier things happen when Coleman was traded here. Two seasons ago, you played two games for the Lightning and then COVID hit and then that team jumped onto the ice in the bubble and it, it was as if they played five years together. So you never know. But at the, at the same time saying that, you can't expect that. And I feel like this is the mistake a lot of people have made uh, once the Lightning made the moves for Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel was expecting that those three guys were going to click right away where you're going to see magic happen. That's just not how it works, unfortunately. So really what it comes down to is that uh, I think the best way for those guys to at least get to somewhat the level that we saw from the Gord Coleman Goodrow line, just start them, play them more. Uh, and, and definitely try and put them up against the better teams. I'm not saying, you know, putting them up against like a Buffalo is going to hurt their, their chances of developing chemistry. No, but putting them against a a team like Toronto to start the game. Why not? I I think that's the best thing you could do because I guarantee you the Leafs are probably going to come out with that top line. So why not, why not try and go out there, play, play every game from now on. If you, if you're set on starting the third line in the playoffs going forward, just do it now, just start it now. Uh, Really in the game of hockey, there's really no secrets. Uh, There's really no surprises. So, you know, just get them prepared now. Um, But yeah. And, and I think really the other thing when it comes down to with this game against the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight is that, uh, 
whoever's in net for Toronto, and, and I'm not entirely sure who's going to be there. So it's Campbell, Mrazek. I know Mrazek came out of the game the other night, a couple of nights ago, with an injury. So I would imagine that Campbell is probably going to be in net. Um, you know, despite his numbers and his save percentage is only 2.66, with a sa- uh, I mean, excuse me, his goals against average is 2.66 with a save percentage of 914. Not that much worse, I would say, than Vasilevsky. Obviously, Vasilevsky is on a whole nother level. Uh, but having said that, I still think that given the the struggles and, and just the turmoil that has surrounded this goaltending situation in Toronto, I think the Lightning should go out there and exploit that. Because, you know, even though maybe those numbers have given Campbell some some you know, some confidence out there in the crease, go out there and jump on them early and you'll, you'll see the, the pieces crumble uh, r- real quick. You know, there's, there's nothing better that you could do to kind of get a team uh, in disarray early on in a game by, by scoring the first goal. And not only the first goal in the first period, but early on, I'm talking about the, fi- the first five five minutes of that first period. Um, you know, that's something that we really haven't seen the Lightning do. We've seen the Lightning score f- goals first, obviously, but at the same time, we haven't really seen, for the most part, the Lightning jump on a team super early and overwhelm them. We saw that a little bit here and there against the Blackhawks, but the Blackhawks obviously aren't they're, – they're not there in terms of, of, of playing well this year uh, or success-wise. So, uh, you know, jumping on a team like Toronto early on and then – having that carry over into the next matchup on the 21st, that could potentially set up a very good situation in the playoffs where if these two teams meet, depending on where everybody finishes, lightning could very well be in Toronto's heads uh, going into a playoff series such as that. So we're going to talk about our last sponsor and cut to a break real quick before we wrap things up. But first, I'm going to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is betonline.net. BetOnline is your number one sports, number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So we're going to wrap things up real real quick now. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm kind of dealing with like a a cold or something. So thank you for bearing with me today. But so looking at tonight's matchup, I expect the the Lightning to win this probably, I would say, a 3-2 game. And yeah, uh, I want to see them carry this over. We haven't really seen the Lightning, for the most part, all season long, carry big wins over. We've seen them kind of just, I would say, struggle. But for the most part, just kind of really fight their way in every game. We haven't really seen the Lightning comfortably win a game consistently throughout this entire season. So that's going to be interesting to see not only how the Lightning, if they do end up pulling this game off, which there's they they could very well win tonight. I mean, there's no reason as to why they can't beat the Maple Leafs. But uh, I'd be very curious, and, and I want everybody to keep an eye on this, of course, is not only look at how they win tonight, but... You know, just the by language and situations, even if even if they 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 lose this game and see how that carries over into Washington, because if the Lightning lose this game and, and it's a very frustrating game for Tampa, that could very well carry over, especially at this point in the season. 
Um, and, and Washington is, for the most part, an experienced team. They have a lot of veterans on that team to where they could exploit that. So we'll definitely see that. Guys that I want to see get going tonight, Alex Klorin. I want to see a goal from him. I want to see Andre Palat score a goal. Uh, and I want to see Ross Colton continue to produce. I mean, a guy like that, if he gets hot right now, especially going into the playoffs, uh, that's going to be a huge factor for this team going forward. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. So uh, once again, please like and subscribe to the pod. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed. And also give me a follow on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to discuss tonight's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs and all that. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.